Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Keith's still sick. He's got the, uh, he's got flu. And coming up this week, I think maybe even uh, tomorrow, he's got the hip surgery. He fell down and broke a hip and operate on it. Little premature uh, elderly sort of situation there with Keith. I guess kind of a weird thing um, for a 40-something person. Also, uh, Jeffy's still in the hospital. Thought he's going to be out, but uh, he's he's not quite yet. They're still looking into that. I, I I guess it's a kidney issue. I, I'm not sure. Water on the heart it could be a heart issue. It could be a uh, kidney issue. I think he said his his doctor is thinking kidneys uh, or gallbladder, some sort of gallbladder deal. Anyway, we're like a hospital ward here. Uh and of course, I go under the knife again next week, so that'll be fun too. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yesterday, Joe Biden gave his victory speech because yesterday, of course, was December fourteenth, and that's the day when the electors from the Electoral College get together and cast their votes, which they did, and uh, Joe Biden then claimed victory. And a hope. And I hope it can provide some comfort and solace to 230 million thousand Americans <laughs> who've lost a loved one to this terrible virus this year. Okay. That's not the right one, is it? That's not the victory speech. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's some sort of COVID speech. This, I believe, is, in fact, his victory speech. In an act just as old as our nation itself. Mm-hmm. And once again... The America in America, the rule of law. The America in the America. Constitution Mm -hmm. and the will of the people prevailed. Our democracy pushed, tested, threatened, proved to be resilient, Uh true and strong. A number so big that this election now ranks as the clearest demonstration of the true will of the American people. One of the most amazing demonstrations of civic duty Mm -hmm. we've ever seen in our country. Mm Mm-hmm. It should be celebrated, not attacked. More than 81 million of those votes were cast for me and Vice President-elect Harris. That, too, is a record. More than any ticket has received in the history of America. It represents a winning margin of more than 7 million votes over the number of votes cast for my opponent. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense that this guy that nobody's excited about... Who on the Democrat side was excited to vote for Joe Biden? Nobody. Nobody. And he got 81 million votes? Wow. He won when Republicans were sweeping elections on the uh, down ticket? Interesting. It's fascinating. Together, the Vice President-elect Harris and I... deal with his voice. Earned 306 uh, electoral votes. 306. Well exceeding the 270 electoral votes needed to secure victory. Mm-hmm. 306 electoral votes is the same number of electoral votes that Donald Trump and Vice President Pence received when they won in 2016. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the time, to deal President there. Trump called his elect- the Electoral College tally a landslide. Mm. 
By his own standards, these numbers represented a clear victory then, and I respectfully suggest they do so now. If anyone didn't know before, they know now. What beats deep in the hearts of the American people is what? this. Yeah. Democracy. What? No, that isn't what beats deeply in the hearts of America. We're not a democracy! What beats deeply in the hearts of Americans is republicanism. We're a republic. He wouldn't be making this speech if we were a democracy. He just won the electoral college vote, which is where we send people to vote for us. Uh, And it wasn't a direct election. So you're not even talking about a democratic act here that you're taking credit for. Unbelievable. The right to be heard, to have your vote counted, to choose leaders of this nation, to govern ourselves. In America, mm-hmm. politicians don't take power. Okay. People grant power to them. Thank you. That's, yes, that's The flame of Republic. democracy was lit in this nation a long time ago. No, the flame of republic. And we now was, know nothing, not even a pandemic or an abuse of power mm. can extinguish mm-hmm. that flame. All right. So that was the agonizing uh, victory speech from uh, Joe Biden yesterday. Uh, We'll get into uh, more of that. Plus, there was some leaked audio from one of his conference calls coming up in just a minute. First, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This year has reminded us of a lot of things, including how important it is to look after the ones we love. This Christmas season, give the gift of safety, accuracy, and self-defense. Give them iTarget Pro. When the government can't or won't protect your family self-defense is your only option but most of us don't have time to consistently train plus ammo's super expensive very hard to come by usually as soon as it gets into the store it's like toilet paper it's gone it's gone that day and then you gotta wait for the next shipment and if you don't get there in time it's gone again that's why iTarget Pro was invented Using their proprietary app and laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home with your actual firearm. iTarget Pro comes in all major calibers, including 223 and 556, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. And today, save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT at checkout when you go to iTargetPro.com. Smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in just a few days. Safe for your kids to be around and to train on. Because obviously, instead of a bullet, there's a laser bullet there that shows you where your shots land on the target, and it makes it completely safe. This Christmas season, give the gift that's a bullseye. The letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code, Pat. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. 
So Joe Biden was on a uh, conference call with a bunch of other Democrats, and uh, this was not supposed to be leaked to everyone uh, in the country, but it has been. I don't know who recorded and leaked it, but uh, at least it shows us that uh, Joe knows that one of their big problems is how extreme the Democrat Party is. It's so extreme that they wanted to defund the police. Here's what he said on that conference call. They've already labeled us as being defund the police. Hmm. Anything we put forward in terms of the organizational structure to change policing, which I promise you will occur. Oh. Promise you. Okay. Just think to yourself and give me advice whether we should do that before January 5th. And I wonder why uh, Republicans have been able to link Democrats to defund the police. Is it because they've been trying to defund the police? <laughs> Maybe that has a little something to do with it. Maybe efforts in Minneapolis and Seattle, Washington, D.C., and all over the country, and even some national candidates have been talking about defunding the police. It's not like we had to make that up and then just pretend like it was a Democrat situation. It is a Democrat situation. Because that's how they beat the living hell out of us across the country. Right. Saying that we're talking about defunding the police. And you were not. You were. we're talking about holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. Holding them accountable. Yeah, and defunding the police. And in some cities, they've already defunded the police. And they're already having problems with it. And then they're wondering why their crime rates are skyrocketing, why violent crime has gone through the roof in so many different places. Really incredible. Because they're tied in with the effort from BLM, and from Antifa to uh, get rid of police departments and replace them with what? Replace them with Antifa mobs so that these mobs can go around uh, attacking innocent people for no apparent reason. Uh, Check this uh, video out. Somebody was actually filming a mob going after one guy, this huge mob chasing one guy down the street, and then they finally corner him. Uh, Look at this. This is... Despicable. Throwing stuff at him. Rushing toward him. He just keeps trying to get away. And then they go after him down this alley. And they're beating him. Whole crowd of people beating him with clubs, sticks, their fists, their feet. You hear that? Do not film. Do not film this. Why? You don't want people to know what scumbag thugs you are? Is that why? And then like the cowards they are. Like the despicable cowards they are. They beat him. About 10 or 15 of them together. And uh, run off. And he's left there. uh, Just a mess on the street. Fortunately, somebody did film it, though, even when they were told not to. So how many times does that happen uh, when they listen to the person telling them not to film? But that happens all the time. And that's what the Democrats have been supporting. That's who they've been bailing out of jail. These thugs. And it was Kamala Harris who was leading the effort to raise money to bail them out of jail. It's despicable. And then Joe Biden tries to act as if we, for some reason, have labeled them the defund the police party. 
Yeah, because that's exactly what they are. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Kamala Harris calling for common sense gun control and buybacks. So defund the police. And then they want to take our, our guns from us. Yesterday, she recognized the horrific 2012 mass murder of 26 innocent people at Sandy Hook Elementary School in uh, Newtown, Connecticut, by marking the 8th anniversary of the tragedy with calls for implementing new gun control measures. Her message sparked some concern among some gun owners weary or wary of what it might mean under a Joe Biden administration, given that he and Harris have vowed to clamp down on gun rights including the implementation of a buyback program and not a voluntary buyback program, but a mandatory buyback program. Harris tweeted today marks eight years since 20 first graders and six educators were murdered at Sandy Hook Elementary School. To honor the lives lost in this terrible tragedy, it's past time we implement common sense gun safety reforms to keep our children safe. Uh, what does that mean exactly? Common sense gun safety reform. Hmm. I'd love to know. And then does it include what uh, Beto talked about? Hell yes. We're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. Hmm. We're not going to allow it to be no. used against our fellow Americans anymore. Hell yes. We're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no. No, you're, you're, you're really not. But they think they're going to. And that's just part of common sense gun reform. Nobody needs an AR-15. Harris received both praise and criticism for the post, of course, as usual. But specifics were missing from both the commenters and Harris on what might serve as prevention in the future. One person replied, so what exactly are your common sense gun safety reforms that are going to keep children safe? Make sure you show real-world statistics to back up the ideas and positions, as I've seen a lot of statistical cherry-picking related to this topic. As a candidate for president last year, Harris promised an executive order for a renewal of the assault weapon ban, which did nothing, by the way. We did have an assault weapons ban, and it was... It did nothing. It, It was meaningless. It didn't lower... Uh, gun deaths, uh, violent crime, it didn't do a thing. But she said she would introduce the executive actions if Congress did not pass gun control legislation in the first 100 days of her presidency. It's an area where uh, Biden and Harris are in lockstep on their campaign website. Biden promises to buy back the assault weapons and high-capacity magazines already in our communities. He'll also institute a buyback uh, on weapons of war currently on our streets. This will give individuals who now possess assault weapons or high-capacity magazines two options. You can sell the weapons to the government or you can register them under the National Firearms Act. And they can track everything you do. That's great. While the definition or targeted models of so-called assault weapons are not mentioned On Biden's website, he has spoken out against the ownership of the AR-15, which falls under the immense scrutiny from Democrats and was the type used by the murderer at Sandy Hook. And, of course, anything that looks 
spooky uh, to these idiots is an assault weapon, is a weapon of war. I mean, if, if they were all made of wood, they would just call them hunting rifles. <laughs> but, but because uh, they look shiny and metal, they're, they're really, really scary to uh, Democrats. Earlier in March, Biden told former Democratic presidential rival Beto O'Rourke that he would take care of the gun problem with him, which is why it's so chilling. Uh, the words from Beto O'Rourke, hell yes, I'm going to take your AR-15. Because he could actually be some part of Biden's administration. Then, of course, we had uh, Biden uh, just a few years ago talk about uh, gun safety and and how uh, simple things were with with uh, you don't that you don't need an AR-15. Just walk out on the balcony here. Walk right. out. Put that double barrel shotgun and. Fire two blasts ah. outside the house. I promise you, who's ever yeah. coming in is not going to... You don't need an <laughs> AR-15. Don't need one. It's harder to aim. It's harder to use. No, and in it's fact, really not. You don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. Huh. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Ellen Seidman, who's a blogger for Parents.com. <laughs> so, uh, the buy a shotgun thing. Go out and just fire a couple of blasts uh, into the air with your shotgun. And then watch the police show up at your house and arrest you for for uh, shooting off a firearm within city limits. Yeah, it's, I'm sure that's not... I'm sure he'll pay the fine uh, once you get fined for that. And maybe even uh, pay for your bail and get you out of jail. 888 Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, It is the season for giving, and Patriot Mobile is giving back with a brand new Christmas promotion just for you. Until the 19th, get a Samsung A11 for yourself and for someone close. That's two phones absolutely free, or bring your own phone and get a free month of service. With Patriot Mobile, you get the same nationwide coverage because they use the same towers that everybody else does. We all know that by now. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. Patriot Mobile, it's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They take a portion of your bill and help supply Bibles for kids. And they make switching really easy, too. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. So check it out today. Same service, a lower price. And they celebrate Christmas. Get free activation and a special gift when you use the offer code PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT. So uh, Joe Biden has uh, claimed officially now, I guess, claimed victory because the uh, Electoral College voted yesterday. He got 306 electoral votes to 232 for for President Trump. So is it over yet in your mind? Does that sort of finish this off or does the fight continue? 
There seems to be uh, some dispute about that. Uh, Geraldo Rivera and Charlie Kirk were debating that issue on Fox. Here's what they had to say. It is over. I want the president, my friend, the current president, the 45th president, to understand it is over. The Electoral College has voted. Uh, the longer we drag this out, the more we damage the fabric of our democracy. Uh, and, and, and almost as important, or, or the sidebar is, it also damages the legacy of President Trump, who should be taking a victory uh, lap right now, celebrating the vaccine that he almost single-handedly uh, forced uh, the scientific community to get ready to save millions of lives, uh, Martha. Okay. Uh, Charlie, what do you think, having watched this this evening? Yeah, I, I think I have the same, let's say, goal as Geraldo. I just take the exact opposite viewpoint, which is if we actually want what's best for the country, then you're going to have to answer some of these questions that 55 to 60 million Americans have. And they're very good questions, such as why were signature processes changed in Georgia? W what exactly happened with people being shut out from voting tabulation process? And you know, Joe Biden mentioned in his speech that some of this was uh, discussed in court. Some of these, by the way, are still being played out. There's still plenty of pending legal challenges. There are hundreds. Uh, some people That's say so uh, Mayor Giuliani... Well, just that one second, so Geraldo. Dishonest. Hear me out. Geraldo, let, let, let me, ahead, let me say one thing. Go finish, and then when, Geraldo when, can jump in. When you have 65 to 70 million people, and rough polls show that between 75 to 80 percent of Americans believe this, think the election is stolen, if you immediately dismiss all of their claims and say there is nothing to the fact that there was a 1,774% increase for 90-plus-year-old voter registrations in Pennsylvania, if you all of a sudden act as if there is not and there was not a there was not a motivated effort to destroy Donald Trump at all costs. And these elections were very much on the margins, especially in Georgia and Arizona. And you suppress that conversation. That is not healthy for our country, Geraldo. All right, so that, so that raises a question. For six, you know, for six weeks. Geraldo. We have litigated this for six weeks. Twice we the Supreme Court of the United States before, have rejected Geraldo. it. Nine to nothing, including all three Trump associate correct. justices. But Geraldo, I you think the question is, this. Geraldo, the question is, you know, and I, and I have a, a montage I want to play here. And I want to ask you both, you know, who answers to these people? Because we are one country. Watch this. The real story is right here today. And you're making a part of history. That's all for you folks out there right now. They felt that the Supreme Court should have at least heard the case. I'm from Pennsylvania. My vote didn't count. It's about election integrity. We're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the reason we drove here to D.C. was to support our president, Donald J. Trump. We are Americans. We are going to stand up, and it is time that our votes count. So, Geraldo, my point is that the passion is real for these millions and millions of people across the country. And how do you how do you meet them? How does you know, how does Joe Biden meet them? How does Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, address them right now in a way that can at least allow them to feel that their voices are heard, that their concerns are understood? As Al, Al Gore in 2000 lost the election by 500 votes in a single state. He had the grace and good sense when when it was when it was clear the Supreme Court was not going to go his way to walk away in a way that put the country ahead of his own political ambitions. 
Donald Trump has so much to celebrate. He had the most successful single term in the modern history of our country. But to persist in insisting against the Supreme Court, against the scores of lawsuits that have gone against him, every single one of them, that he won, that's why these people, they believe him. They love him. They are following his lead. It is the president who is instilling in these people the false sense that they have been gypped. Charlie makes the point that uh, there are the, so many uh, affidavits or here or there. You litigate each one of them. If someone's guilty of election fraud, you put them in jail. The Attorney General of the United States, William Barr, said that there is no fraud that he has seen of a scope large enough to affect right, the outcome let me, of this election. Let me let Charlie uh, make a closing enough. comment here. Charlie, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we actually have more questions than ever before. And Geraldo, respectfully, the Supreme Court did not say there was no election fraud. They just decided not to hear the case. Uh, don't, it's, it's really, tr it's really it, dangerous to no conflate the two. Yeah, nine they said that there was no nothing. standing behind it. However, however you can understand that they were judges, being non-political creatures, wanted to stay away from this. Remember back in 2000, the Supreme Court even said, we don't like being in this position. Mm -hmm. I believe for the future of our country and for the goodness of our republic, these questions must be answered or else you're going to have tens of millions right, of people that will never trust another election again. <laughs> OK, so uh, there you have. I mean, Geraldo Rivera, really good friend of President Trump. Uh, they've known each other for a really long de decades, like literally decades and are close friends. And then Charlie Kirk, who still wants to continue the fight. Where do you stand on it? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. For the media, they're just going to continue to say baseless claims. That's what the media parrots over and over and over: baseless, debunked claims. And these are the same people. Let's not forget who brought us baseless, debunked claims about Trump's Russian collusion that went on for three solid years. Baseless claims about President Trump being a racist. Baseless claims that he called our troops losers and suckers. When everyone who was there slapped down that claim as a lie, as a total and complete lie, and they just kept, they just kept saying it over and over and over. They lied and they cheated every step of the way. And now they're acting so indignant about the election results. It's despicable. There just aren't words uh, descriptive enough in the english language to describe the outrage I, I feel for the media in this country and the despicable way in which uh they've gone about reporting on on trump for the last four years you know and then you find th things like this and you you just don't know what to believe from a person of the Allied Security Operations Group, Antrim Michigan Forensics Report, Revised Preliminary Summary. Uh, this is from a man who describes who he is. He says, number one, my name is Russell James Ramsland Jr. I'm a resident of Dallas County, Texas. I hold an MBA from Harvard University, a political science degree from Duke. I've worked with, the, with NASA and MIT, among other organizations, and have run businesses all over all over the world, which are highly technical in, in nature. I'm part of the management team of Allied Security Operations Group, LLC. It's a group of globally engaged professionals who come from various disciplines to include Department of Defense, 
Secret Service, Department of Homeland Security, and the CIA. So he works with government agencies. Uh, then he says the purpose and pre- preliminary conclusions that he's made as he has investigated the forensics of this election. The purpose of this forensic audit is to test the integrity of Dominion voting, uh, devoting, uh, Dominion voting systems in how it performed in Antrim County, Michigan for the 2020 election. We conclude that the Dominion voting machine is intentionally and purposefully designed with inherent errors to create systemic fraud and influence election results. The system intentionally generates an enormously high number of ballot errors. The electronic ballots are then transferred for adjudication. The intentional errors lead to bulk adjudication of ballots with no oversight, no transparency, and no audit trail. This leads to voter or election fraud. Based on our study, we conclude that the Dominion voting system should not be used in Michigan. We further conclude that the results of Antrim County should not have been certified. He goes on with a whole bunch of statistics. Uh, I'll share some of them. Coming up in just a minute, Pat Gray Unleashed. So this uh, Russell James Ramsland Jr. and his team, uh, his his uh, qualifications are he's got an MBA from Harvard, political science degree from Duke University. He's worked with NASA and MIT and the CIA, the Department of uh, of Defense, the Secret Service. So he sounds pretty qualified. And he did a forensic investigation into um, the Dominion voting machine system in Antrim County, Michigan. The following is a breakdown of votes tabulated for the election in Antrim County, showing different dates for the tabulation of the same votes. So the actual count on November 3rd, was for Biden 7,769 to 4,509 for Trump. So, a couple days later, they uh, did the tabulation again. And this time, on November 5th, the uh, vote tally was 7,289 for Biden, 9,783 for Trump. Then they waited until uh, November 21st to do it again. Tabulated the same votes, and somehow this time, the Dominion voting system tabulated 5,960 votes for Biden, 9,748 for Trump. How does that happen? How does it count the same votes differently and more of them at certain times than others? Uh, That... That doesn't make sense, and it should not happen. So, his point is that uh, the machine is is fraudulent. The allowable election error rate established by the Federal Election Commission is for one in two hundred fifty thousand ballots can can be 
uh, wrong. One in 250,000 ballots. That's a point zero 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 eight percent error rate. He says, we observed an error rate of 68.05%. Now it goes on and on and on. There's just a ton of information here. Uh, Maybe we can post these on uh, uh, this whole investigation on Twitter. A lot of information, but it boils down to this. The errors, according to his conclusion, are 8.5 million percent higher than the FEC allows. 8.5 8.5 million percent. <laughs> ah, but what's 8.5 million percent among friends? Hmm? Are we so picky as Americans now that we're going to squabble over a measly 8.5 million percent? So picky. Get over it. <laughs> so I go back and forth on this thing. I... I don't I don't know. I mean my I've been pretty solid on where I think it's going to wind up. But whether or not to let it go and move on, uh I just I just keep going back and forth on. 888-900-3393. Uh let's go to Denise in Texas. Hey Denise, you're on the blaze. Good morning. morning. Good morning. Oh good. I hope the other guys are going to be um well. Anyways, I have so much to say. First of all, this is our fight. This is our world war. This is our Korean war for my generation. I'm 62 anyway. Mm-hmm. My, my dad, my my grandfather, they all fought in a war. Me, I served, I didn't have to. Um, but this is our war. And by the way, my 87-year-old mother survived COVID. Got oh, that's awesome. Colorado. Wow. Yeah, she got it. She only had it for five days. Me, I haven't worn a mask since June, and I'm not playing that game anymore. <laughs> oh, really? one. Anywhere I yeah. go, no. I do, no, because it's, no, I, it gives me a headache. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we should fight, definitely. Just keep going. Well, keep fighting this fight. We don't have any choice. What's what's our choice? Yeah. You really think these people are going to give us our country back in four years? That's delusional. No, they're not. They're they're sick on power. These people are sick. They are sick. Absolutely. Very and it, true. And, and some people can handle it. Others can't. They just want more. It's just bizarre. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Denise. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Lori D in New Mexico. Hi, you're on the blaze. Pat, I'm so sorry that you're the person making everybody sick in the history of the place. I really am sorry. And it seems like the scrumptious cookies are working for you. At least, the Yeah, right? The, yes, they're I providing they're me working. with a health protection. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I have figured out the jealousy in Washington. It's because Pelosi, Biden, even the Clintons, they are frustrated billionaires. Because they're not billionaires. And right. America elected a billionaire. We did that because, oh, guess what? He hasn't been corrupted by the system, and he doesn't own pig farms in Napa Valley. He hasn't gone to Kazakhstan to make speeches for $250,000 for a speech. He doesn't do the, the things that are demeaning. He does the things that are proper, right. which is stand up, stand up to bullies. Tell them they're full of, you know, the S word I want to say, but I will say crap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, 
I didn't vote for him in 2016. And that was a huge I didn't either. for me. I voted for Ted, I voted for Ted Cruz in the primary because I still mm-hmm. live in Texas. I'm stuck in New Mexico right now. I voted for Ted Cruz in the general because I didn't believe in Donald Trump. Now I believe in Donald Trump. Right. And me too. As as a Christian, maybe it's because we finally, as Christians, need to just believe that God puts our leaders in front of us that we need. And so many of us are fighting this that we don't believe. This is what God intends. That's what I believe. And that's what my church preaches. I go to the best church, Pat. You need to come to my church. <laughs> you would have so much fun. Um, we stand up. We dance. There's no masks. You don't have to wear masks in my church. In Albuquerque. Really? It's a, it's a blue state. Wow. We, oh, we, we defy the governor every single second that we have. <laughs> so, so there is a governor's order. You guys just don't follow it? Is that... Is that what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They they opened three weeks before she was supposed to quote unquote lift the ban. Yeah. And they're like, Oh no, no, you know, shove it up your your you know, rat anus <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're gonna open and we're not gonna require social di- well, they did social distance and they light told everything and after a week we're like, Okay, nothing. But guess what? My entire family had COVID and I had it the worst. And my worst part was being dizzy for like five minutes. So I just sat down and watched TV and ate bonbons. <laughs> or a bit, I'm sorry, a bit bar. I should say a bit bar for sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so you, you weren't that sick from it. No. And I had it the worst. Yeah. And my husband, my husband, my husband had a fever for a day. My kids had a cough for about five hours. I had every symptom, but I had it really, really mild. And I am the oldest person in my house, so maybe that's my right. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how to how to you know whatever. God has these things in place, but I believe that that this country has the leaders in place that they need. And it, because I mean, Herod was in charge. That that was something that God put in place. So mm-hmm. I don't believe that we're going to allow Herod to be in charge anymore. Because we've we've seen what Jesus has done, and I am extraordinarily hopeful for the election to go our way. I still am, even though I don't feel like it, but I still believe it. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I don't feel like it's going to happen, but I I believe it will. Do you really? It happens. You believe it's going to? You really, believe that Donald Trump will serve a circuit a second term? It might be starting in twenty twenty four. Yes, it might. <laughs> It might. It might. I, I have no idea. But yeah. But at at this point, I I have been so frustrated with baby boomers running our mm. elections. I feel it's time for. And Pat, you're a baby boomer, so I, I, am. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I know I apologize, but you're a really cool baby boomer because you've been on an Alaskan cruise. I knew that. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. I just, I just feel like this generation, the baby boomer generation, for whatever reason, God has completely taken to show us the Reagan generation. I grew up mm-hmm. as, as uh, with Ronald Reagan being my grandpa on TV. Yeah. Because I never got, got to see my grandpa. And that's what I grew up with. I grew up with Ronald Reagan. And then George H.W. and then Clinton. But Reagan was my base. And I'm 40 almost 44 years old. Um, and I believe that we are teaching our sons. I, I have two white Christian males in my house that I'm raising, so we're screwed. Um, <laughs> but this is what we're trying to do is 
speech than Reagan. And on YouTube, we watch Reagan's speeches. That's how dorky we are. I'm more dorkier than Keith, I think. So. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, anyway. Is it dorkier to, to watch old Reagan speeches or old Calvin uh, Coolidge speeches? Okay. <laughs> I think he might have you beat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, so when, so when I was there at the studios in 18 and I got to actually hear Calvin Coolidge speak, oh, mm-hmm. I was Pretty so amazing. Like, yeah. That was, yeah. Absolutely the best thing Awesome ever. president. I'm, pr- I'm proud of what y'all are doing. And Thank you. Jeffy, please don't die. You're <laughs> outliving Doc already and Keith. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Carrie's got you. You're fine. So. Thanks, Lori. Appreciate it. 888 Let me take a minute and t- tell you about uh, ScoreMaster. Uh, every time I share these stories of ScoreMaster, they, their website almost crashes uh, because you can, the average person has about 97 points that they could eventually gain uh with their credit score but they have no idea how to get them that's where scoremaster comes in scoremaster credit scientists discovered an algorithm to super boost credit scores not just a few points 97 points fast imagine 97 points on top of your credit score now if you're refinancing your home or you're buying a car applying for a credit of any kind let's say you have just okay credit and you're buying a car if you do scoremaster first and boost your score just the average 61 points in 20 days or less, then you could save $9,000 on your car loan. Pretty impressive. You do that same thing with a home loan, and you could save $100,000 over the span of that that loan. ScoreMaster puts you in control of your finances. It's going to save you just a ton of money. Enroll in minutes and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score at scoremaster.com slash pat. That's scoremaster.com slash pat. Mr. Classic. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, All right, let's go to uh, Scott in Michigan. Hey, Scott, you're on the blaze. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Morning. Doing good. Uh, a little fat to chew in the absence of our friend. Uh, we pray for him. Thank you. Uh, but every day we vote for businesses through the stock market around the world 24-7 with extreme accuracy. Mm-hmm. And yet we're not able to count these votes in our country. It's amazing, isn't it? Just, it is amazing. It's incredible. And mm-hmm. I don't remember ever having this problem back in the early 2000s. I mean, as as, as early as... Well, even the the Barack Obama victory in two thousand eight, we didn't we didn't have any accusations of uh, widespread fraud in the election like we have now. In two thousand twelve, we didn't have it. I, it seems like Correct. it's a pretty new phenomenon, and it seems like it started with this Dominion voting machine system. I fear for our country. Uh, I, this is uh, yep. very disturbing. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Scott. Uh, you know, and then you hear from the other side, and they tell you that. Uh, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the Dominion voting machines. And the uh, Smartmatic software that goes in it. Now, the Smartmatic people have said they were only involved in one county election in the entire United States. And that was Los Angeles County. And Donald Trump's not going to win Los Angeles County. But they say that they were only involved in that election, that their software... Uh, was only used there. So who do you believe? Who do you believe? I mean, we hear such vastly 
different stories depending on who you listen to. Uh, Shauna in Idaho, you're on the blaze. Hi. Oh, my goodness. How exciting to talk to you, Pat. Um, I listen to Ben Fuchs, who's a pharmacist, and he told me how they come up with how effective the vaccine is. Are you aware of how that happens? I mean, when you hear 95%, you think what? You think that 95% of the people who got the vaccine don't become infected with the virus. That's what I yeah. think, anyway. So that's not really the way it works. It's not. They took 44, yeah, they took 44,000 people, okay. half of them the placebo. Right. Out of that, 170 people got infected. So then they take the, um, there were five or seven, something like that. I, I got off on the numbers when he was giving it, but there's only like five to, or seven of those that had the shot. So then they subtract that from the 170, and then they divide it by the other numbers. So it's something, it comes out like 156 divided by 162. And that's how they get 95% effective. <laughs> that's kind of confusing. So it's very it's strange. Yeah, it's very confusing huh. and misleading because um, only five, I think he said it was five that got the shot and it could have been seven. That's why I, you know, when I was getting writing down all the numbers, the 170 and subtracting and all that. But that's how they do it is with those small amount of numbers like that. So what was his recommendation? Was his recommendation to to get the vaccine or not? No. No. No, because they took this all off of the very beginning. They took six people off of those six planes out of 695 people. All of them were 100% sick. So then they said, we're all going to be infected by this. And so there was no peer review or anything. So then they started shutting things down. But now they are finding that four out of five people already have antibodies that are in the body that send out the T cells to fight that protein. Because if you've already had a, a big flu the year before, then you already have the antibodies there. So that's why we're not all getting sick. So we need to start mm. saying, dude, the emperor doesn't have even any clothes on. I just, oh, it's so frustrating. I love I, I love um, Ivor Cummings because he was on that show with Kibi Pat Kibi I mean mm-hmm. Matt Matt Kibi mm-hmm. Kibi yes yeah and he talked about how that is just like a, a flu the wave and everything uh. and he said if they would have said nothing things would have been going on and we would have just seen a normal thing but it is a bully virus and that's why the flu is kind of hiding away yeah but all right. We need to stand up. The emperor doesn't have any clothes on. This whole thing is needed to be reviewed at the very beginning. Thanks, Shada. Appreciate it. At Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being here with me. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you can. Um, I want to keep uh, Jeffy and uh, and Keith in your thoughts and prayers today. I, Keith just has the flu, um, so hopefully he'll be up and around in time for his operation. I don't, I don't know if you can get the operation when you have the flu, so he needs to get over that quickly. Uh, but Jeffy had some um, excess water around his heart. 
and in his lungs, I think, and uh, he's doing okay. He's he's apparently fine. Uh, he's not calling this a major event. It's just a, a small letter event. <laughs> so, but he's been in the hospital for two days. So we'll see. I I, I think his doctor is telling him it's some gall, gallbladder related sort of thing. Uh, got some tweets here from Ace the Black Golden Doodle. <laughs> I say we should keep fighting, not just for Trump, but for our country. If they get away with this fraud, Democrats will never be voted out. Uh, President-elect Stinky Biscuit tweets, is that 8.5 million percent error or 8.5 million percent alterations? Uh, mostly peaceful mama bear. Poke at your own risk. I agree with Charlie Kirk. 100%. He's absolutely correct. This will ruin us. Especially uh, when they impeached Donald Trump on the testimony of one man's hearsay. And there are hundreds of sworn affidavits and proof of fraud. Seems like everybody's pretty much on that page uh, in the audience. Most most people seem to be uh, on the side of continuing this fight, even though you know the electors just decided the election yesterday. 306 to 232 in favor of uh, Joe Biden. And again, uh, this was his big speech. In an act just as old as our nation itself. And once again, in America, in America, the rule of law, our constitution, Mm -hmm. and the will of the people prevailed. Our democracy pushed, tested, threatened, proved to be Uh resilient, true and strong. Except it's not a democracy. A number so big that this election now ranks as the clearest demonstration of the true will of the American people. One of the most uh, amazing no. demonstrations of civic duty amazing. we've ever seen in our country. Amazing demonstrations of fraud. should be celebrated, mm-hmm. not attacked. Okay. More than 81 million of those votes were cast for me and Vice President-elect Harris. Uh, that too is a record. More than any ticket has received in the history of America. Okay. It represents a winning margin of more than 7 million votes over the number of votes cast for my opponent. Together, the Vice President-elect Harris and I Uh earned 306 electoral votes. Yeah, that's the same number. Well exceeding 270 electoral votes needed to secure victory. Same number. 306 electoral votes is the same number of electoral votes Mm -hmm. that Donald Trump and Vice President Pence received when they won in 2016. Oh, and they were called illegitimate? That that same number? Is that what you're... Mm -hmm. At the time... President Trump called his elect- the Electoral College tally a landslide. By his own standards, these numbers mm. represented a clear victory then, and I respectfully suggest they do so now. Well, yeah, if they're legitimate. But see, that's what's in dispute. Are they legitimate? If anyone didn't know before, they know now. What beats deep in the hearts of the American people no. is this. No, democracy. it's not. It's not that. No. The right to be heard. We're not a democracy. This is a republic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Bloomsy Box here uh, for one minute. Bloomsy Box. This is just a simply better way to send flowers to that loved one in your life for the for the Christmas season. Just to see the look on their face when they get the fresh flowers that are weeks fresher than you can get anywhere else. I mean, I had given up before I found Bloomsy Box. Just gave up on uh, giving flowers because I thought I had found a place and then they turned out not to be good after a while. Bloomsy Box flowers are spectacular. You place your order 
and your flowers are hand-picked and arranged at the farm just for you. And then they're sent from the farm, farm fresh, straight to the door of the person you want them to go to. So they skip all the people in between. So they don't sit around and and get stale in uh, somebody's back room or in a refrigerator somewhere. They're not locked up or, or being mailed to five different places. They're picked at the, at the farm. They're arranged at the farm. They're sent from the farm. And I love the incredible prices and the huge selection. No hidden fees. No endless upsells, which I absolutely love. And free shipping with your subscription. Plus, I got you a special discount to get you started. Go to bloomsybox.com, enter PAT to get 15% off and free shipping. That's promo code PAT for 15% off and free shipping at B-L-O-O-M-S-Y, bloomsybox.com. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be prayed for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Then, of course, we've got uh, geniuses like Al Gore uh, talking about our system. The system that was put in place, by the way, by our founding fathers. The founding fathers that when it's convenient for them, they uh, they praise and they talk about and they uh, mention all the time. But when it's not convenient for them, then all of a sudden the founders, you know, are white supremacist uh, slave owners and uh, despicable people who shouldn't be listened to. Here's Al Gore uh, talking about getting rid of the Electoral College. Um, of course, watching the events of this past election year have been uh, stressful and challenging for millions of Americans. Uh, but our, the continuity of our democracy continues. A democracy. Uh, and what is most important to me is that Pause it for a second. If you ever want, do you ever wonder why they continue? They know we're not a democracy. They know full well we're not a democracy. So why do they say it all the time? Because that is code for their leftist extremist allies that we see you, we hear you, and we're calling this a democracy because that's code for socialism democratic socialism they want to get you used to that right now so that you won't have a problem with it when they do the great reset that's why they keep pushing this democracy nonsense we are not a democracy and everybody knows it all right let's see the rest of this the formal biden as our new president of the electoral college i happen to think we ought to get rid of the election well, I think we ought to get that rid of the Electoral the, College. It will be made. Maybe I should get rid of this I, connection I and this computer, too, because it's not working very well. Been so strongly. You know what the problem is? Election. Global warming right now we'll is set aside, uh, cutting out my uh, audio. Is that for the last two centuries plus have been able to do? 
Uh, no, I have not. Uh, you know, Winston Churchill once said of the American uh, people, he said they generally do the right thing after first exhausting every available alternative. <laughs> uh, and there were really no remaining too. alternatives after a final right. Supreme Court decision. The only uh, intermediate, there is no inter intermediate step between a final Supreme Court decision on a matter of this sort uh, and violent revolution. Mm. Uh, and those who talk about uh, continuing the fight after it is over with right. uh, are, right. are being disrespectful of American democracy, which is, in Lincoln's uh, phrase, the last best wow. hope of humankind. Well, many conservative and Republican legal scholars ha have described that lawsuit as uh, ridiculous and, and really unintelligible. Uh, but, uh, and of course, ridiculous. the Supreme Court summarily dismissed it with all of the uh, Supreme uh, Court uh, justices uh, nominated by President Trump uh, dismissing it uh, as well. As well. Uh, so that lawsuit uh, got the result that it served. Mm -hmm. I would uh, encourage those who are still supporting uh, the, the lost cause of mm. President Trump's reelection to uh, put the country first. Um, and I, I'm going to express do. the hope, Jake, that with the Electoral College uh, votes tomorrow in, in all 50 states uh, and with uh, President-elect Biden uh, receiving the majority, that uh, that will be uh, a point at which some of those who have hung on uh, right. will give well, up the ghost. I don't think so, It's Al. hard to escape the Not interpretation that they're frightened, uh, uh, that President Trump will tweet them into political oblivion if they don't do exactly what he says. Uh, All right. But you know, there I can't are take it with this guy anymore. Uh, what they're frightened of is a Joe Biden administration. What they're frightened of is uh, for this this election, if it was if it was tainted, and it apparently is, that it will be tainted next time. That's what they're afraid of. If we don't do something about it now, if we, if we don't fix it now, it's never going to be fixed. And that is what the American people are concerned about, Al. Uh, that and... Two kilometers or so down in yeah. most places, there are these incredibly hot rocks. Because the interior of the Earth is extremely hot, hot, several million degrees. Several and million degrees, except it isn't. Several million degrees hotter than the surface of the sun. Uh, that is incredibly hot, and I'm concerned about that, Al. I think that's even worse than global warming is the, is the interior warming of this globe at several million degrees. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's go to um, Marty. Hey, Marty, you're on the blaze. Good morning, but. Good morning, Pat. How are morning. you this morning? Doing good. Well, hey, there, here's here's what I want to run by you. I think we're at an absolute turning point in the country. Uh, Rush Limbaugh the other day or last week was ostracized for even saying the, the word secession. Mm -hmm. Here's what I I feel like in my heart. I, I feel like a man without a country right now. We We have no more options left. And and now that Biden, I guess, is going to be in there, the first thing he's talking about is taking our guns. Uh, that was 
you know, that mm-hmm. amendment was given to us for this exact reason, uh, you know, a tyrannical government, which is what we have now. And so that's the first thing they want to do is strip our ability to use that amendment for what it was given to the people for. So what is left for us? So, it, well, it's amazing. We that let it get to that far. It's not just the Second Amendment either. It's, it's the First Amendment. The First Amendment is, has been set fire to. Uh, the Second Amendment, yeah. uh, they'd like to set fire to. Um, the third amendment where, uh, we're having, we're, we're storing a, we're having troops in our homes is probably safe for a while. Uh, but the other amendments, the fourth amendment, the fifth amendment, I mean, everything is under fire right now, uh, all the way through the first 10 amendments. And, uh, it is a, that's a big concern. That, that is, and, that's and chilling to your point. When, when it comes to that point, once we turn that corner, we ain't coming back from that. Right. So what's left? What's left for us to do but states secede? You know, mm-hmm. There's two things that's going to solve the problems in this country. One's a media that's not a, an arm of the Democrats uh, that you know is news like I grew up with in the 80s. It was news, um, and people were able to form their own opinion. So that's number one. Uh, number two is something to come together on, and there's nothing left. And once we turn this corner, there's not going to be. So that's that's the only logical explanation is, you know, if these people want socialism, if they want communism, then let them have it. Let them take their West Coast, uh, you know, no offense to the people on the West Coast that aren't lunatics, but, you know, let them have their West Coast. They can have the tyrannical socialist government. Leave us the hell alone. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Marty. Uh, I think that's a popular sentiment right now. Uh, is it Deacon in Iowa? It is. Hi, you're on the blaze. It is Deacon. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just, I wanted to chime in, you know, uh, I agree. I don't feel like, uh, I'm being represented by my government, my government anymore. You know, when is someone going to pen the new, when in the course of human events letter, you know, it just, I, I, I don't feel like I live in America anymore. I feel like they are turning it into a democracy and we live in a Republic, a Mm -hmm. nation ruled by law. And, you know, Democrats want, you know, a democracy, and that's not America. Give them everything west of Colorado. I'm okay with that. (laughs) If you want to have your democratic socialist country, then everything west of Colorado, cool. Get them all, move them over there. All the people who love freedom and America come on to the right side Mm -hmm. and... Uh, you know, let's get back to living, a, living in a country that loves freedom. Because in order to have a union, you have got to have something in common with the other side. And I have nothing in common with people who think it's okay to murder babies. Yeah. Infringe on my basic individual liberty and human rights. I just, I don't have anything in common with those people. I don't want to live in a country with those people anymore. Thanks and a lot, Deacon. As far as the election goes? Yep. Well, as far as the election goes, mm-hmm. if if Biden had, if I believed he had won legally in a free and fair election, I would be bummed. I'm not bummed. I'm mad as hell because it was stolen. 
Appreciate it. Thanks. 888 I think people in Utah, Idaho, Wyoming uh, might be a little resistant to the everything west of Colorado situation. <laughs> Maybe everything west of Utah and Idaho, like California, Oregon, and Washington. Maybe we can jam them into that little uh, corridor. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Glint Pay. Glint Pay makes a hard asset, in this case gold, into liquid. It's just as simple as that. You can save and transact in real gold, just like saving and transacting in dollars instantly, even at the checkout. Glint allows clients to buy, sell, save, or even spend in real gold using the Glint MasterCard and Glint app. Now, you buy the gold, you can save it, you can just save it like you do any kind of real gold asset, and it is stored for you. The actual gold is stored in a Brinks vault in Switzerland. And then they issue you a MasterCard with which uh, you can go out and spend your gold. And it's nice to know that your purchases are backed by gold instead of just the U.S. dollar, which is backed by air. Uh, absolutely nothing. Since we went off the gold standard, it is backed by absolutely nothing. So buy and save gold at really low cost, just a, a 0.5% fee on all purchases of gold of any size. You can move between US, the U.S. dollar and gold in your app in real time. And it's real gold, too. No crypto, no tokens, just real actual gold that you own 100% to save or to spend whichever you want to do. Do both. Gold, uh, the Glint card is issued by Sutton Bank, member FDIC, pursuant to license from MasterCard International. Go to glintpay.com slash gray for more information and to download the app. glintpay.com slash gray. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here uh, from Duct Tape Freak. Remember, during the impeachment, all the sound bites of Democrats saying, a republic, if you can keep it, they do know we're not a, a democracy. Oh, absolutely they do. Absolutely they do. This is code speak for their extreme leftist friends. A little wink and a nod to them. Yeah, we're on your side. Yeah, that uh, democratic socialism is coming. Tampa Ken tweets, can we do like, 2012 and not mention Biden's name getting burned out by politics. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. When uh, Was it 2012? When we did the, uh, I think we had to, we owed what, $100 every time somebody mentioned uh, Barack Obama's name. Uh, Medi CJU? If this don't flip. I hope Trump declassifies everything and opens up Area 51 tours until January 20th. Now, that'd be great. Area 51 tours? Yes. Sign me up for that. Uh, And from Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Sounds like Al Gore is still on dial-up that he invented. Uh, Yeah, he had a really bad connection. I love this story. Uh, From CNN, Biden to be the first church-going president in decades. Ah, oh, man, that's so great that he's going to be such a righteous leader, isn't it? It's just so fantastic. I know CNN, so spiritual. Ah, oh, man, they love church-going people at CNN. How they love 
the church-going politicians. Joe Biden rarely misses Sunday Mass. So it was notable when the president-elect didn't attend church on November 29th, first day of Advent at the beginning of the season when Roman Catholics like Biden prepare for Christmas. Biden's absence was understandable since just a day earlier he had broken his foot. But the following weekend, Biden was back at his home parish in Wilmington, Delaware, St. Joseph on the Brandywine for Saturday's Vigil Mass. He was there again on Tuesday on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, a holy day of obligation. That's a level of devotion to regular religious services not seen from recent presidents who were professed Christians but intermittently attended church or worshipped privately while in office. For Joe, faith is both a private devotion. He prays regularly. He goes to church, but it's also public. He's open about it, and he's proud to be Catholic, said Father Kevin O'Brien, a friend and spiritual advisor to Joe and Jill. Okay, so this is a good thing now to CNN? Because in the past, anytime a political figure was thought to be religious, that person was considered to be dangerous by the media and the elites. How dare they mix their spiritual viewpoints with their political agendas? Why, what about the separation of church and state? What are we, a theocracy now? We don't need their goofy superstitions tainting our sacred public policy. The last thing we need is some religious zealot in the White House. That's the kind of thing. That's, that's the kind of stuff that they would say. But now instead they're quoting Chris Coons saying, Joe's faith isn't just a part of who he is. It's foundational to who he is. Yeah, it's such an important part of who he is. He picks and chooses the doctrine he adheres to. Being pro-abortion, very much against the doctrine of the Catholic Church. But that just means that just means that Joe's bold and independent enough not to let religious beliefs control him. That's all. That's how foundational it is to Joe Biden. Pathetic. Just unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Grand Leashed. Coming up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So it, it happened. It was inevitable. And uh now it has been officially announced. Cleveland, their major league baseball team will no longer be the Indians. Well, they might be for another year. In twenty twenty one. I mean, I what does it take to come up with a new nickname? Come on. Oh, yeah, we can't rush into it. Okay. How long have you been thinking about this? You've been under fire for easily 15, 20 years. You couldn't think of an alternative by now? The Cleveland Lake on Fires, you know, in honor of Lake Erie catching on fire years ago? The Cleveland Lake Fire. I like that. That, that might be a kind of a cool name. Of course, everybody wants the Cleveland baseball team. So that, so that it corresponds to the Washington football team. Super generic, really stupid. Uh, it was, you know, the Dan Schneider did that just 
with the Washington Redskins just because he wanted an in-your-face to the NFL. Unfortunately, they got no problem with it. They like it. Uh, the Washington football team. The football team has a ball on the 40-yard line. The football team. It's just so stupid. So, everybody wants the uh, Cleveland baseball team to do the same thing. The Cleveland baseball team instead of the Cleveland Indians. So, none of these... Uh, you know, if you, if you have a name, Atlanta Braves, Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, please. You know, eventually, uh, very soon, sooner rather than later, uh, they're going to change their name. So you might want to start thinking about a new nickname right now. If you're named after any sort of Native American name at all, a Brave, a Chief, an Indian, uh, you, you can you can say goodbye to it. And you might as well start thinking of alternatives because you're going to need it. Also, uh, NFL ratings this year precipitously down. Networks are slashing ad prices and renegotiating contracts with key advertisers because they can't deliver the numbers that they thought they were going to be able to. Overall viewership for the 2020 NFL season is down around 9%. from 2019 but week to week a lot more than that the nfl averaged 14 and a half million viewers in week 13 down 29 percent from the same week last year that's almost 30 percent front office sports suggests there are several factors at work including a change in audience viewing habits during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic and subsequent lockdowns Now, come on. If it's about the virus and lockdowns, numbers should be up. They're home. In their homes. Watching TV. The league is also struggling to maintain a strict schedule with players out on sick leave. At least one game had to be played on a Tuesday night last week in order to avoid scheduling issues on Thursday, Sunday, and the following Monday. Again, that should help ratings. We're, they're playing football on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then back again on Sunday. <laughs> this week, I think they're playing on Saturday as well as Sunday. They also attribute um, maybe some of the numbers to the Dallas Cowboys, who are not doing well this year, and they're the league's biggest draw. League saw the NFL saw a 50% decline in ratings from last Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. That is amazing. Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving, they lost half the audience. You don't think it has something to do with all of the politics of the NFL, do you? Huh. <laughs> Obviously, that's what it is. The coronavirus. That's, I mean, that's just ridiculous. That should help NFL ratings. People are sick and tired of hearing about the virus. They should want to watch NFL football games for relief, but they're not getting any relief because of the politics. So TV networks are feeling the strains of disappointing NFL ratings and are forced to restructure deals with advertisers to make up for the smaller audience. And their opportunity to make money off remaining games during the lucrative holiday season is narrowing. NBC made the unusual move of lowering the price it charged advertisers that already had committed to uh, to air 
in the Baltimore Ravens-Pittsburgh Steelers game planned for Thanksgiving night. Some networks have also considered letting advertisers pay less for commercials during NFL games and other programming they originally pledged. They're even talking about renegotiating the Super Bowl prices. So maybe they won't be getting five, seven, ten million dollars for every 30-second spot during the Super Bowl this year. Uh, but I think they should maybe take a look at uh, at the politics going on, the continual promos that they run for Black Lives Matter and everything else that the players are pushing, jamming down our throats, when we just want a respite from it already. I mean, that's what that's what NFL football is supposed to be, right? It's a it's a respite from the usual nonsense that we have to put up with. And then when you get the nonsense during the respite, you just you don't want to watch. And I think people are are just fed up with it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also the New York Times. Can you believe the New York Times? You can believe it. I'm sure. Still hasn't reported on Eric Swalwell's scandal with the Chinese spy. Axios published a year-long investigation last week about the alleged Chinese spy who developed ties to politicians, a local level and national level, including with Congressman Eric Swalwell, who's on the House Intelligence Committee. So you don't necessarily want him cavorting with a spy, uh, but that's... That's what he was doing. He had a spy on his staff, and he won't say whether or not he slept with her. <laughs> so if you won't say, you won't say, no, I didn't sleep with her, I would guess the answer is probably yes, he did sleep with her. But through camp- campaign fundraising, extensive networking, personal charisma, and romantic or sexual relationships with at least two Midwestern mayors, and perhaps Eric Swalwell, the Chinese spy Fang Fang was able to gain proximity to political power, according to current and former U.S. intelligence officials and one former elected official. Federal investigators had to step in and give Swalwell a briefing about Fang, after which he cut off all ties to her. Nevertheless, she helped him during his 2014 re-election campaign and placed an intern in his office. So that's great. Now, the FBI, rather than following us while well and investigating him, they actually went to him and said, hey, you got a spy in your office. Rather than checking out uh, he himself, because he was with this spy, he hired the spy, and finding out if he was involved in wrongdoing, they just broke the news to him. Which is interesting. I'm sure they would have done the same thing for any Republican. I'm I'm sure they would have had the same consideration. So, no harm done there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me take a minute and tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher. They've been doing this since 1917, 103 years, five generations of quality and expertise in delivering to you. Perfectly aged beef, hand-cut by master butchers. I mean, this is they are so delicious. These steaks, the chops, the burgers, 
the chicken, the desserts. Love it. All of it. All of Omaha Steaks' world-class steaks, burgers, chops, and more are delivered safely to your door or as a gift and backed by their unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. If you don't love these steaks, if they're not everything I say they are, uh, they'll give you your money back. Omaha Steaks bring people together even when they're far apart. Their meals, uh, everyone will share, remember, and absolutely love from the brand that America has loved for over 100 years. Omaha Steaks, these are perfectly aged, 100% American grain-finished steaks for the ultimate in tenderness, in juiciness, and flavor. I got, you are absolutely going to love these. These are such a treat to give yourself or, if you're really generous, to give to somebody uh, you care about this Christmas season. And again, all backed by their 100% money-back guarantee. Deliver the perfect gift or send someone... Uh, something special with Omaha Steaks shipped directly to your doorstep. The world's greatest steaks plus premium meats, easy meals, everything you need for a memorable gift or for yourself. Get a jump on gift shopping with Omaha Steaks today. All backed by their 100% money-back guarantee, omahasteaks.com. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say. That the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. Remember when um, the founder of Papa John's was accused of racism? He was on a phone call, I believe, with... uh, with some people in the company and some marketing people that help him, you know, with his marketing campaign. And I think what he said was that you can't say a certain word and he used that word. And then, uh, but he wasn't using it. He wasn't saying it to anybody. He wasn't calling anybody that. I think he said the N-word. And rather than saying N-word, he actually used the word, which, I mean, so unbelievable uh, that... A word like that that is used all the time in rap music and uh, in black culture used all the time but you know he can't say it and he can't even say it telling people not to say it because you have to say n-word like we're using baby talk uh, so anyway FBI ex-FBI director Louis Free actually investigated Papa John's founder, uh, John Schnatter, and found no evidence of any kind of racial animus, citing corporate transcripts that directly contradict news reports suggesting that he had criticized NFL players for kneeling during the national anthem. That was the other thing. He, uh, I, I think he didn't want to be associated with the kneeling during the national anthem, which is fine. So, and... I respect him more for that, actually. Um, But in a detailed rebuke of the news media, former FBI director Louis Free said his exhaustive investigation, and I don't don't know who paid for this, um, maybe Papa John's themselves, but he found no evidence of any wrongdoing on his part. A thorough examination found that the public comments by Mr. Schnatter were neither intended nor can be reasonably interpreted 
to reflect any racial bias, prejudice, or disrespect for African Americans or people of color. Free wrote in a report slated to be made public this week. Any attempt by some media to characterize his, his statements as attacking NFL players or the basis for their protest was factually incorrect. And besides, why can't you do that? If you believe that kneeling is unpatriotic or it's wrong or they don't know what they're talking about, you should be able to say it and still maintain your company. The guy was kicked out of his own company for it. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing. You can't criticize anybody, I guess, who is a person of color now. You can't. There's nothing you can say about them other than glowing praise. Um, the report, a copy of which was obtained uh, by Just the News, was commissioned by, oh, it was commissioned by Snatter's Law Firm. So that's who paid for it. In one instance, Free cited an Associated Press article headlined, Papa John's apologizes for criticizing NFL anthem protests that suggested Snatter was blaming sluggish pizza sales on NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. Free pointed out that the full transcript of Snatter's comments during the earnings call in 2017 showed he never criticized the anthem protests at all. <laughs> Which I didn't think would have been a problem even if he had. Rather, the iconic pizza executive criticized NFL leadership for failing to resolve the current debacle to the player and owner's satisfaction. So he was just urging that the player's concerns be addressed and satisfied. Snatter's comments were falsely construed as criticism of the player's protest, both in print and social media, Free wrote. (laughs) I think more than exonerating uh, John Snatter here, it just shows how ridiculous it is. You can't... Why could you not criticize NFL players? Are they sacred now? Are NFL players sacred that you can't say anything about them wow this is ridiculous contrary to the clearly inaccurate reporting as can be seen from the transcript itself mr schnatter never took issue with the players protest oh thank goodness and in fact never even mentioned the players or their race as part of the problem rather he said the problem fell squarely in the lap of NFL leadership. And you can criticize the leadership of the NFL because they're mostly white. So I guess that's fine. Uh, That's okay. Snatter issued a statement saying, Free's report coincides with what I've said all along, that my comments in May 2018, which clearly reflected my total disdain for racism, were reversed and mischaracterized by the media to damage my reputation and harm the company I founded, built, and love. He said, there is much more to be revealed in the near future from his litigation that will show there was a malicious setup perpetrated by a contractor and certain board members that led to his ouster. Sounds like he's trying to get his company back, and I don't blame him. And again, just to be clear, he didn't criticize NFL players because you can't. So don't think he did because he didn't. He criticized no person of color. (laughs) That should be very, very clear. 
No person of color was criticized during the phone call with John Schnatter and uh, other executives. Okay? All right. I hope we're clear on that. 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, Health inspectors are issuing a citation uh, for remaining open uh, of a, a business. Do we know in what city this is? Uh, it's, in, it's in New York. All right. Let's go ahead and um, uh, watch the health inspectors give a citation for re- remaining open. Meanwhile, uh, all the big box stores uh, have no problem being open. So you won't get any kind of citation. An email, which is also documented, but I cannot. I have to be closed. Why aren't you guys at Costco right now? There's 500 people inside Costco. She's been touring California. I have them all recorded. Anybody there are 100 people inside Walmart. What are you doing? Just get out. No one wants you here. Go away. Nobody wants you here. Get out. Look at this. Look at all these people. This is the only people that are ridiculous. Go away. No, you don't understand. If you understood, you'd be gone. So health inspectors at this business apparently trying to shut it down and uh, the owners are taking some exception to it. Okay, so if you want to, you have the right to request a hearing with the hearing officer to show cause why the permit suspension on Friday was not warranted. For what? I want to go about my business, man. What you're doing now is it's amazing. I'm following the rules yeah. and I want to go about my business. Why right. do I have to go to a hearing? Why do I have to do all this stuff? Because you're I'm already, I'm trying to keep my business afloat and now you're going to be more work on top of that. All right, so you're arguing to the wrong people. I'm not the person to argue to. Okay, I hear your, I hear your arguments. I think that there might be something there. Okay, however, we need to get the permit reinstated to wait, okay? So you can have mm. a hearing to give all of your arguments. Don't waste all of your arguments Madness. here on me. It's not an argument. You can, you can bring them I'm not arguing with you. I'm telling you I'm following the rules. So leave me alone and let me run my business. Okay. But I have to warn you because failure to request a hearing within 15 days from the date of that notice on Friday mm-hmm. is deemed a waiver of the right to request a hearing. Okay. Mm. So, okay. so we definitely want to do that. If we have things to say, that's a place to take it. Okay. However, at the moment, the permit remains suspended. Your, so, what you're going to say is you're going to give me a citation right. every single day you, that I'm open and I'm supposed to be closed. Wow. Uh, you know, one of the things he said was, why aren't you at a Costco right now? Uh, that's a really good point. I guess, be, is are Costco's all right to be open whenever they want with as many people as they want because they're big? They're, they're, they've got a lot of square footage. I mean, if you if you have if you're following uh, the restrictions in your 25 percent capacity and you're social distancing and you're doing the mask thing, leave these people alone so they can continue to earn a living. Jeez, it's unbelievable what is going on with this virus and how they're using it to control us. 
uh, Guy Fieri and uh, others in the restaurant business are speaking out a little bit about it. Uh, the controversial ban on outdoor restaurant dining, especially in California, has definitely touched a nerve. Lawsuits have been filed seeking to overturn it in Los Angeles County. Celebrity chef Guy Fieri of the Food Network, and he's got a bunch of restaurants himself. He urged an end to the ban, tweeted out, we got to keep Flavor Town open for biz. <laughs> in his cute little way, uh, trying not to ruffle feathers, I'm sure. An L.A. County judge issued a rebuke of how the county issued its order. Restaurants have argued that public health officials have not provided evidence that outdoor dining spreads COVID-19 significantly because there is no evidence. Uh, when, when Andrew Cuomo announced that uh, outdoor dining and indoor, or indoor dining was banned in New York a few days ago, he released their findings, New York's own findings about where COVID-19 was being spread. It was like it was something like I don't have the figures in front of me, but seventy-five percent ish was from home. Okay, so seventy-five percent people having home or an event at home, a party at home, it's being spread that way, inviting people to your house, and then you get all the way down to restaurants at one point four percent. One point four percent of restaurant attendance is spreading COVID-19 and you're shutting these people down all the time? It's despicable. And again, it's just about control. And it's about ending people's livelihood. What is it? 110,000 restaurants have been closed already? 110,000. How many more? How many more in California since they're all shut down now? I just... I. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how you stay afloat uh, with this kind of disadvantage, with the government working against you like this. All right. 888 thirty three ninety three. Use that number tomorrow. We will see you again here on Pat Gray Unleashed.